Michael Walker. Thank you for joining us today on our podcast. Yasha, young and sharing his anointing. Today we'll be continuing our four-part series on Holy Spirit. Today our part two is entitled New Life. Our scripture will be coming from Galatians, the third chapter, starting at the third verse. Also, we'll be going into Philippians, the first chapter and the sixth verse. So let's start in Galatians, the first chapter, the third chapter and the third verse. And it starts there. You say, oh, foolish Galatians, who has cast an evil spell on you? For the meaning of Jesus Christ's death was made as clear to you as if you had seen a picture of his death on the cross. Let me ask you this question. Did you receive the Holy Spirit by obeying the law of Moses? Of course not. You received the Spirit because you believe the message you are now trying to become perfect by your own human efforts. Have you experienced so much for nothing? Surely it was not in vain, was it? I ask you again, does God give you the Holy Spirit and work miracles among you because you obey the law? Of course not. It's because you believe the message you heard about Christ. Let's wrap. So in this particular scripture, Paul was talking to the Galatians. The Galatians had encountered Judaizers that had came and tried to make them think that they had to obey the law in order to be saved and sanctified. Um, and they had forgot they had th- that they had received the Holy Spirit. So the main objective was Paul was trying to get them to understand that the Spirit of God gives us the power for new life, not the law, because we realized that we could not keep the law. No matter how much we done, no matter how much we tried to be perfect, the Ten Commandments, we just could not keep them. That's why God came in the flesh as Jesus Christ and died upon the cross, because we had to have a perfect sacrifice. We ourselves couldn't do it. If we would, then Jesus Christ wouldn't have had to come down on the cross. He began a lifelong process of change, making us more like Christ through the Holy Spirit. That's why we got to have the Holy Spirit in order to live this life. We're not bound by the law anymore. We have been born and came alive through the Spirit of God unto Jesus Christ in grace. Where grace abounds, where sins abound, grace abound much, much more. So that's what God was letting us know. That's what Paul was talking about with the uh, Galatians here and letting them know that you ain't got to be circumcised according to what the law said back in the past in your flesh, but you need to be circumcised in your heart through the Holy Spirit and the convicting of the Holy Spirit. And that's what what Paul was trying to make clear to the Galatians. Some of the believers um, in Galatians may have been um, Jerusalem in Jerusalem at Pentecost and received the Holy Spirit there. They knew that they hadn't received God's Spirit by obeying Jewish laws. So they had to come to the realization that it wasn't about the law, but it was about being obedient to the Spirit and being led by the Spirit. Last week we talked about in order to be in Christ, in order to be with God, you need to be connected to His Spirit. So we need to be joined with Christ, joined with God through the Holy Spirit. Paul stressed that just as they began their Christian lives in the power of the Holy Spirit, so they should grow by the Spirit's power. 
in order to grow, in order to live this new life, then they need to allow the Holy Spirit to have his way in them, to be led by the Spirit, to be taught by the Spirit, to let it be the paracletos, to come along inside and help us, to counsel us, to bring back to remembrance the Word of God, to, to convict us when we do wrong. And see, grace covers everything that we're going to do. Christ died on the cross that he, he died for our past sin, our present sin, and our future sins. Now, we know that we have been justified when Christ died upon the cross. The Word of God said that we are being sanctified, and that's why it's letting us know that we're going through a lifelong process of change, making us to be more like Christ. See, let that mind that was in Christ Jesus also be in you. Don't be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of our mind. How do we renew our mind? In the Word of God. That's the only way. And how do we get our body in condition? By working out with the word of God and allowing our spirit man to grow. How do we get our spirit man to grow? By feeding it. Feeding it what? Feeding it the word of God. That's the only way that you can grow. That's the only way that you can get to the place that you need to be in Christ and grow in the spirit. The Galatians had taken a step backwards when they had decided to insist on keeping the Jewish law. We must realize that we grow spiritually because of God's work in us by the Holy Spirit. That's the only way to grow. So we got to realize that it's God's Spirit that's doing the work, not by following special rules. A lot of times, a lot of churches, a lot of situations, a lot of circumstances has a lot of tradition going on, a lot of rules, a lot of regulation. Now, I'm not saying that we're not to follow rules because rules helps us to govern our lives. It, you know, if, if you just drove down the highway doing 90 miles an hour everywhere that you went, then you're eventually going to have an accident. The word of God said that the the law was a schoolmaster meaning that it brought us to school, but it couldn't take us in the classroom and teach us. It took the Holy Spirit to take us into the classroom and to teach us. And everything that God and, and Jesus did upon the cross to teach us how to live a holy life. So the law was just a schoolmaster. It helped us to recognize that we were sinful people. It helped us to, to realize that we were sinners, but that's all it done. It couldn't do anymore. And it gave us a guideline that we could follow. But in order to live this life in the way that God wanted us to, then we need to have the Holy Spirit in our lives in order to do it. Now, the Galatians knew that they had received the Holy Spirit when they believed, not when they obeyed the law. People still feel insecure in their faith because faith alone seems too easy, don't it? It just seems too easy to believe that God is going to save you just because you believe. But that's all it is. That's how simple the word of God is. That's how simple this relationship is with God. You just believe in God and he gave it to us. He imputed it to us. He gave it to us just by us believing that we were sinners, number one believing that Christ was the son of God and believing that he died and he, that he will rise. He did rise again and he will be coming back for us. That's all it is. That's how simple it is to have a Christian life. That's how simple it is to live saved, sanctified and Holy Ghost filled and let the spirit of God lead us and teach us and guide us into all rights and all truth through his spirit. That's how we um, obtain the spiritual life. That's how we obtain everything that we need to do through God. 
It says, by asking the question, Paul hoped um, to get the Galatians to focus again on Christ as their foundation of their faith. The Holy Spirit gives Christians great power to live for God. That's where we get our power from. That's the reason why we get our power, that we can live for God. And that's the problem that a lot of us have because we're trying to live within self. We're trying to live in our own means. We're trying to trying to make things exciting. And sometimes, you know, you ain't always going to be excited. You know, happiness. Happiness only happens when things is happening, you know, but the joy of the Lord should be your strength because, you know, the words say that the joy of the Lord say that, you know, um, God give us the joy of the Lord, you know, and the world can't take it away. This joy that I have, the world can't take it from me because the world didn't give it to us. See, joy is different from happiness because joy is your strength. It's your sustaining power through the Holy Spirit. They wanted to live in a state of perpetual excitement. Do you know anybody like that? Because I sure know some people like that, that they want to have a constant perpetual excitement going on in their lives. So you have to realize that Life ain't always going to be easy. Life ain't always going to be exciting. But if you have the Holy Spirit in you, and then when you're going through situations and circumstances and you're faced with challenges and sickness in your bodies and problems in your marriage, problems with your children, then the Holy Spirit can come and calm you down and let you focus on the things of God and bring back to remembrance the things that God did for you in the past. If he delivered you out of this situation, if he delivered you from drugs, if he delivered you from alcohol, if he delivered you from sexual perversion, if he delivered you from pornography, if he delivered you from heroin, crack, cocaine, whatever the situation was, if he delivered you out of an accident, he delivered you from cancer, HIV, AIDS, you know, whatever the situation was, you got to know that he's able to deliver you whatever you're going through now. The power of God through his Holy Spirit. We're talking about the Holy Spirit and the importance of the Holy Spirit. Now, in Philippians, the first chapter in the sixth verse, God say, um, being confident of this very thing, that he which has begun a good work in you shall perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. God, who begun a good work in, in, within us, continue it throughout our lifetime. God is never going to give up on you. He's never going to fail you. He's always there. The word of God say, I'll be with you until the end of the world. I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we have that confidence that God has begun a good work in you. See, I don't put no confidence in myself. I don't put no confidence in the flesh. Everything that I have comes from God because I know that God is able. He's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think. Now that scripture says, according to the power that worketh in us. That scripture is talking about the power of the Holy Spirit working in us. You know that God is able to achieve exceedingly, abundantly, more than we can ask or think. And then it says, according to the power that worketh in us. You know, the power of the Holy Spirit is working everything out through us. And we got to believe that God is doing it in our life. Now the Holy Spirit lives in us, enable us to be more like Christ every day. The power of the believer receives the Holy Spirit includes courage. You know, what we receive through the Holy Spirit is courage, boldness, confidence, 
insight, ability, and authority. Now, authority is a main one because we got to realize who we are in Christ through his Holy Spirit, realizing that the Holy Spirit enable us to be witnesses, to love and to serve. It ain't all about just loving. It's about serving. Christ came to be a servant. He didn't come to rule and reign over everything, even though he was a king of kings and the Lord of Lord. But yet and still, he humbled himself as a servant. He humbled himself in every situation, in every circumstance. But yet and still, he had all power and all authority over everything. So when you, so when you are discouraged, remember that God won't give up on you if you don't give up on him. He promised to finish the work he begun. When you feel incomplete, unfinished, or distressed by your shortcomings, remember God's promise and his provisions. Don't let your present condition rob you of the joy of knowing Christ or keeping you from growing closer to him. We got to know that everything that we need is in Christ. Everything that we ever can be is in Christ through his Holy Spirit. But in order to know him, you got to have his spirit. In order to be with God, you got to have his spirit. So we know that we can't be with God if we don't have his Holy Spirit living within us, keeping us, guiding us, leading us. He says, when you feel incomplete, unfinished, distressed by your shortcomings, remember God's promise. We got to remember God's provisions. The main thing is we got to remember God's promise because you can't have the provisions if you don't know what the promises is. So we got to know that God had given us his promises in his word. It's so many that I can't count them on my hand right now. But we got to know that God provisions his promises and his provision is in his word. Let's apply. The Holy Spirit is the power of new life. And that's what I was talking about in the beginning of this subject. New life. The Holy Spirit gives us a power to have new life. And how do we have new life? Through the acceptance of Jesus Christ. And so in order for you to live that new life, then you got to take the Holy Spirit and allow him to teach you, allow him to lead you, uh, allow him to counsel you, allow him to be able to minister to you in your time of trouble, in your time of need, in your time of weaknesses, in your time of shortcomings, in a time when you feel like you don't want to go another step. You got to allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you. David said that um, in, in his word that he encouraged himself. How did he encourage himself? By the power of the Holy Spirit. And sometimes we got to allow the Spirit just to minister to us when we feel at the weakest, that we can't go another step. That's when God's Holy Spirit is so important to you. Somebody out there right now might be at that last step. And I want you to allow the Holy Spirit and the power of the Holy Spirit to give you new life. Somebody might be out there thinking about suicide today, but I want you to allow the Holy Spirit to give you a new life through the power of God's word, through the power of the testimony of God's people, through the leadership of his Holy Spirit. Release and allow God. Let go and let God have his way in you. Let the Holy Spirit do what it will. The words say don't quench the Holy Spirit. That means don't sit on it. Don't hold it back. Allow it to work. Some of you got great gifts and abilities in you and you want to do things that um, sometimes might seem impossible, but through God's word, you can do it through God's Holy Spirit. You can do it. So you go forth and allow the Holy Spirit to be the power of your new life. Now, 
Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just thank you today, God, for your word most of all, God. And we thank you for the life and death and resurrection of our Savior, Jesus Christ, God. By him dying, God, and your spirit raising him up from the dead, God. And then he ascended into heaven, God, in his Holy Spirit. Your spirit came to live within us and to lead us and guide us, God. So, God, touch somebody's life today, God. Send your Holy Spirit over the radio waves, God, over the internet waves right now, God. Touch somebody, God, in their situation, in their circumstances, God. I don't know what the situation is, God. I don't know the circumstances they're they're facing, God, but you are omnipotent, God. You are omniscient, God. You're omnipresent, God. You're able to go everywhere, God. You're all-powerful, all-knowing, God. So you're able to move in their situation, God. You're able to touch their children's, God. You're able to touch their bodies, God. You're able to touch the doctors that might be ready to perform a surgery right now, God. So touch those loved ones that might have lost one of their loved ones, God. Touch them, God, and 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 let them know, God, that your, your spirit come to give joy and peace and love and happiness, God. So do it right now, God. But most of all, God, save them, God. Deliver them, God. Let somebody come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ today, God. Fall upon their knees and cry, what must I do to be saved, God? So do it in their lives right now, God, according to, their, to your will, God, and according to your purpose that you have for their lives. Amen. Amen. I want to encourage you guys to continue to listen to our four-part series entitled Holy Spirit. Next week, we'll be covering the third part, United in Christ. Also, those that are listening today, follow us on Facebook at Yasha Ministry Walker. As always, thank you for joining us on Yasha, young and sharing his anointing.